Chapter 8 From the air, the gardens looks very different than it does from the ground. The roller coaster doesn't look nearly as tall or scary. And flying above the zoo area, you mostly just see the roofs of the various interior exhibits. The rest of it seems, at first, to be sparse woods, with cement pathways winding in and around and through, like curled ribbons. Looking closer, I could see the separate habitats. The trees and the running stream of the tiger area. The open field for the bison, separated by a tall fence from the impalas. I glided over the lions. Most were sleeping by a tree. One female was ranging around restlessly, like she was looking for something. It took a while to find the bears. I wasn't interested in the little black bears. Or the polar bears. I was looking for the grizzlies. I wanted power. There they were, in a habitat of trees and rocks, and a deep, water-filled moat, fed by a tumbling, rushing stream. There were two, a male and female pair. Both were asleep, sprawled across the rocks. The male was bigger. That's what I wanted. Big. Powerful. Fearless. If I was going back to the Yerkpool, I wanted something desperately dangerous. Leave? Move out of town? Give up? No way. No way! And my dad? I would still see him when he came to town. That's what jets were for. I landed and began to morph back, to revert to my true human form. My feathers melted and ran together and became pink. My beak broke into teeth. My talons became smooth toes. My insides gurgled and squished and sloshed as some organs grew and others changed and others reappeared from nothing. The bear heard the sounds of my bones stretching and the faint rustle of feathers melting together to become flesh. He opened one eye and looked at me without understanding or fear. He was well fed. He had been in the zoo for many years and had all but forgotten the wariness of living in the wild. I was just something that smelled a little like a bird and a little like a human. I reached a trembling human hand down to touch the rough coat of the grizzly bear. His nearsighted eyes watched me. I was nothing to him. I could not hurt him. He could destroy me without bothering even to wake up fully. He was beyond fear, beyond doubt, beyond pain. It must be nice, I whispered to him. I touched him and felt his power flow into me. And yet, as I absorbed his DNA and imagined myself becoming this fearless creature, I still could not forget the look in my father's eyes or the quaver in his voice saying, But, gee, Rachel, I think it could be okay, you know? I could already feel the emptiness his moving would leave in my life. He could say he'd come back every other week. He could say we'd still see each other just as much. But I knew it wouldn't be that way. I could imagine him packing up to go. I could remember the screams in the yerk pool. I could remember Tobias trying to joke about college. Too much! Things that were small and personal and things that were huge all swirled together in my head. Nothing made sense. It was too much stuff. Too much fear and guilt and loneliness. Too many decisions. Too much. You know, there are days when I just don't feel brave and fearless. 
There are days when I just want to go to a ball game with my dad and eat popcorn and tune out everything else that's going on. Be a normal kid. But that wasn't the life I had. Not anymore.